Welcome to Miracles in Recovery with Ray Lynch. If you are one of the millions of people facing addiction issues or the loved one of someone who is, we're here to help and to discuss solutions. Hope is in your corner. Now, here's your host, Ray Lynch. Welcome to Miracles in Recovery. We will be discussing all aspects of addiction and recovery and how they affect our communities, families, and the relationships within them. Join us for answers on how 12-step recovery programs can work in the lives of addicts and their families. It starts by looking in the mirror. Thank you for the intro, Steve. Welcome to Miracles in Recovery, like the gentleman just said. We are a show about addiction, recovery, and everything else in between. So if you're out there and you're, this is, you know, the reason why we are live tonight is because one of the worst times that I had as an active addict was around the holidays, was around Christmas. I always found an excuse to banish myself away from my family, whether it be detox, getting locked up, whatever, um, you know, that's when my homeless, helpless, and loveless came out the most on uh, December 24th, and I was nowhere to be seen on December 25th. So I think I owe it to not only myself, my family, but to all the addicts who are feeling that way tonight. You don't have to do it. this, you know what I mean? You don't have to do this. Call. Dial 866-472-5792. Steve and I know where you're coming from. 866-472-5792. So I'll bring Steve back into the show. Hi, how are you? I'm great, Ray. Thank you so much for having me on this special night. It's just amazing. On my way over here, I was thinking about all the gifts that I've been given this year. And I think the greatest gift, I don't think, I know the greatest gift by far is the gift of sobriety that I've achieved this year. It's just amazing to look back on where I was and and how I got here today. And this is this is the first Christmas or holiday season that I have spent clean and sober in so long I can't even remember the last one. Crazy, right? It is crazy. You know, but the but the great thing about it is is that <clears throat> you know you said the greatest gift that was given to you was sobriety. Um, Embrace it. I do. Because because not many people get to experience it at any length of time. I was reading an article today that, you know, about the percentages of people that make it a year, the percentages of the people that, you know, and it's sad. And I don't necessarily know if we are a... Um, I don't want to say weak, but I, I would say I don't necessarily know if we give up too easy when we are trying to progress through the 30, 60, 90, the fear of the unknown of still being clean for that minimal amount of time is is still terrifying. It is, and and I don't know that give up is no, the, I, the I didn't mean, phase. Yeah. Um, go back. Um, mm-hmm. It was easy. It's what we had become accustomed to. Right. Um, change is hard. It's it's hard for people to change, and you know it's easy to stay in the same uh, rut, if you want to call it that, for lack of a better term. But you get up and you get used to doing the same thing every mm-hmm. day. You know, be it using or drinking or 
you know, lying, stealing, I mean, that becomes habit to you. Yeah. And to change all those behaviors is very, very hard. Yeah. And, and, and like you said, it becomes a pattern. And that pattern, what, what does it take? Uh, 41 days or something to um, make a habit, but only four to break it? That's something like that. It's some kind of ratio like that. So that just goes to show you that, you know, it's it's about uh, constant diligence. It's it's about, you know, abstinence no matter what. And, you know, there, there are some days where you are progressing in your recovery, and there are other days where you're just abstaining to make it through. And, you know, if today is one of those days that you're abstaining to make it through, You'll be okay. Yes, you will. Know it's, that you'll be okay. Yes, yes. It's it's all one day at a time. Um, I can't promise you what I'm going to do tomorrow, but I know what I've done today, and it's by the grace of God that I have the hope that I can do that again tomorrow. And if by and if by doing what you did today, you have a better chance at doing the same thing tomorrow. Don't get cocky, but. If I do today, if if I do tomorrow what I did today, then I have a good shot at this. I have a good shot at staying clean and sober for any length of time that I choose to accept. Because granted, I'm the one that can mess it up. I mean, it's it's God's gift to me that that I was given the uh, the gift of desperation and the gift of sobriety and and, and being clean. Um, but I can take that back. I can take my will back. Any day of the week. And, you know, I prove that to myself um, on a weekly basis in other aspects of my life. Driving in traffic, walking through a perfect case in point where we're in the holiday season. You walk into a store and it's jacked with people. And there's 47 people in line and you're like, I have one item. (laughs) So when I do that, even after 29 years clean... Uh, my mind plays goofy tricks on me. <laughs> well, just stick it in your pocket and walk. It's only one thing, right? But my constant diligence to um, my recovery keeps me standing in that line, waiting 46, 45, 44, 43, getting up to the counter and then paying for it and feeling good that that's the route that I chose. And things like that, like I said, even with any length of sobriety or clean time, when when you're doing things like that and praising yourself or getting praise for doing the things that we're supposed to be doing anyway, that's the benefits of 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 being clean. You know, like the other the other morning Steve asked me to speak at a one of his at the uh, at the meeting, the six thirty meeting. So I went and I shared a little bit of my experience, strength, and hope, and I shared about um, um, being of service. And after I was done talking, people clapped. You know, so they were they were generally thanking me or praising me for what it was that I said. Where else can you go? And you know, share how much of a knucklehead you used to be <laughs> and get praise for it, right? You, you, you can't find that kind of fun anywhere. It's it's amazing. And I got to thank you, Ray, for doing that for me. By all means. Um, and, you know, when when you asked me to be here tonight, uh, again, on Christmas Eve, uh, it's it's amazing the, the feeling I've got and how honored I felt to, to be invited into the studio tonight and 
be able to share some things that I may have that other people want to hear right. on, on such a glorious night. You know, they refer to this time of year as the devil's triangle, mm-hmm. us addicts and alcoholics and, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas and New Year's. There's a lot of temptation out there this time of year. Yes. Um, and you said earlier, you know, you would find a reason to use, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't need a reason. It was just another day for me. Yeah. You know, okay, now it's the day's going bad. That's a good reason. Uh, the day's going great. That's a good reason. You know, let's party. Um, now I look back, as I said earlier, on the gifts that I've been given. And just today, you know, on the intro, I, I said how it affects our, our, our communities and our families. Mm-hmm. Well, it also affects our friends, too. I have a, a group of friends that is amazing because I happen to run into them and meet them when I was going through recovery. Right. And they're friends to this day, and they truly care about me. I didn't have friends like that before my recovery. It, it, it's amazing. Yeah, no, and and you're 100 percent right. I I grew up with a with a bunch of friends. I played baseball, football with a bunch of friends, and when we started using together, we grew apart. We became acquaintances. Right. We we used each other for what we needed. Right. Right. And sadly, I've lost many of those friends along the way through, you know. Uh, the use or, or secondary illnesses, and um, there's only very few that have made it through the storm, and I embrace them like, like I like we never left. But I think that I think that I respect our friendships that much greater because of what we walked through. We were friends, and I lost so many of them. Um, that the ones that the, the few that I still have, I, I embrace dearly. Right, I, I can agree with that. It's it's amazing how small your circle of friends can get when you're deep in the throes of addiction or alcoholism. Mm-hmm. It's 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 truly amazing. You don't see it when you yourself are going through it, but others around you see it happening to you. And they feel helpless. They can't help you whatsoever. They see it happening and they ask you, please, let me help you. And mm. you say, you know, I would reply, I don't need any help. I'm yeah, fine. Right. Yeah. You know, because you don't realize what it is doing to you yourself. It's just amazing. Yeah. And, and you know, if you wanted to even just look back at your mindset, you know, like you just said, uh, no, no, I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I'm all right. There's nothing wrong with me. Today, if I called you and said, hey, I got a problem, you, would, you wouldn't say, well, no, there's nothing wrong with you. You would <laughs> listen and you would, you would share you know, this, that, or the other thing. Or if I said to you, like earlier, even before we started, I said, hey, how's, how's this going in your life? And you immediately shared with me. Six months ago, you would have just went, ah, everything's cool. Yeah, you're right. You know, and kept it in. I believe I did. Yeah, didn't I? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you absolutely <laughs> did. Yeah, but the, I mean, that's what we do. We we protect the uh, the um, the madness because we don't know who to share it with, or even if we're going to sound crazy sharing it. Well, I believe it has a lot to do with deep down knowing, perhaps, that we do have a problem, mm-hmm. and it's it. There's such an intense degree of of um, What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, shame. Hmm. Self-loathing. Uh, you're, 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 yeah. yeah, self-loathing, shame. I mean, yeah. I know when I 
went into recovery, when I admitted myself into recovery, I was ashamed of myself mm-hmm. for having put myself in that position. I couldn't tell anybody else that you know I was in that position. And when I realized it myself, I was ashamed at myself. Yeah. You can't share that. Most people can't share that with someone else. No, like you're not going to stand in the line at Walmart and let me say, hey, how you doing? And you just break out crying (laughs) and I'm a mess. And I mean, people have done that. I mean, you know, but that. It's not something that you that you commonly do because because we are a um, guarded we're in a guarded state yes, at yes. that point because we are we are so vulnerable that we have to project strength and right. standoffishness and right. and it's sad it's it's a, it's it's insidious. Well, we know? keep so many secrets from others. Yeah. That we can't even be truthful to ourselves, right? And with it, and you know, I remember my mother saying it to me all the time. You know, you're only lying to yourself, you know, because I know the truth. I'm looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> I know right. the truth. No, my, I'm That's just right. running around the block. I'm, I'm exercising. No, I know you. There's something wrong, and you're lying to you. So go lie to yourself over there, you know. Yep. And when you're ready to get honest, we'll be here for you. Yep. You know, it's amazing. My, my family did my family um you know, and this time of year I I jacked my family up. This was this was the worst time of year for me and for um making my family worry about where Ray was. And I don't well, I mean I had to have done it intentionally, but I don't know the reason why I did it because Whenever I woke up on Christmas when I was a kid, there was a bike there. There was love there. There was there was everything there. But I think I might have been acting out, asking for help, but not knowing how to do it. You know? Well, I, I don't know that I've ever experienced that um, because I, I am truly ashamed of, at some of the things I did to mm-hmm. my friends and my family. Um it's I really if I did anything intentionally along those lines, I would probably feel even worse about myself. Right, right. Um, so I well I I pray that I didn't do any of those intentionally, but nonetheless I did them, and it hurt other people and it hurt my relationships with those people, be they friends or family, and I have a long way to go to mend a lot of those relationships. Right, you know, and, and but you give yourself the best opportunity to do that by waking up by waking up sober every day, you know, today, and saying, okay, hello today, let's embrace it wholeheartedly, right. you know, and the, and if you are struggling, and you know, don't know which way to turn, you know, just give us a call. Dial 866-472-5792. You know, you don't have to come on the air. You can, the engineer will take take your information. I'll call you back after and um, we'll see if we can't point you in the right direction. I, I know quite a few people who are um, in recovery across the globe. So if you're somewhere and you're struggling and today's a lonely day, reach out. Reach out, reach out, and hear a friendly voice. I'll call you back. It's, I, I wouldn't think twice about it because every time I asked for help, even if I was lying, someone was there 
with a voice, with a friendly voice saying, what is it that you need and how can we do it? And you need to do it for yourself. The step one, it says we're going to talk about 12-step recovery. Step one is admitting to yourself that you have a problem. We are not going to look down on you for that. We are going to be here to support you. All you have to do is give us a call. As Ray said, 866-472-5792. How the hell did you remember that? Or did you look at it somewhere? Because I don't use or drink anymore. It's my, <laughs> I, I soak things in. <laughs> but yeah, no, you know, I, I, this is this is your this is your time, you know. And I know for me, um, the holidays were tough, albeit self-inflicted. You know, and, and what I did to the rest of my family, I've had many, many years to be able to repair that damage. And, and I think I did. And I think we repaired ourselves as a family. Um, so I'm living proof that it can be done. If, if you're sitting on a curb saying, oh, what was me? And your battery's on two and you're listening to the show saying, what am I going to do next? Dial 866-472-5792. And will point you in the right direction. There's plenty of people, even today, that are celebrating life, celebrating love, um, that will stop what they are doing to go sit with you. You know, and 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 that can blow your mind when when you're saying, I- "I'm here." Steve, Steve, and I are here. We're on the radio. We're talking. And and if I got a call, and somebody was close, and they said, "Can you come sit with me for a minute so I can figure out what it is that I want to do?" I would have to say, sorry, loved ones, I need to put this on hold for a minute. Because what was freely given to me was that love and that respect. That's right. And that's why I'm sitting here today. That's right. So get out of your own way and allow yourself the opportunity to give yourself a break. Dial 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. Five seven nine two. We'll be back in a moment. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Ready to transform your health and your world? 
Join host Melissa Alexander for Insight Living with Vitality. Melissa and her guests go behind the scenes on what it takes for practitioners and clients to transform themselves and others. She provides insight to medical procedural breakthroughs, available product resources, and explains lifestyle choices designed to improve and expand your vitality. It's time to get rid of that baggage, remove those blockages, and prevent buildup from hindering your progress in life. Tune in every Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that will help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Step into a healthier you. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, we're back. You know, and it's funny. I was sitting while I said something about going to um, your meeting and sharing my experience, strength, and hope. I was thinking of the seventh tradition. It goes, you know, um, and, you know, they pass the basket. And when I first came around, because I, I jokingly said during the break about taking a bus, when I first came around, it was give a dollar or take a dollar if you need one. And that was for, say, transportation. Sadly, the first person would throw a dollar in, the second one would take it. Yeah. So they kind of reworded that. So the lesson is don't be third in line when yeah. the basket comes. <laughs> yeah. No, it's amazing. I joke about that all the time. You know, you go to a meeting and you throw a dollar in the basket and when the meeting's over, you say, where else can you have this much fun for an hour for a buck? Yeah, I know. You know? <laughs> but it's amazing when you go to meetings like that and, and you hear other people uh, tell their stories or, or share or um, ask for help on a, on a certain subject, one of the 12 steps perhaps, um, let you know that they're struggling with it. And how many times I have felt that very same way. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the key to recovery if you follow the 12 steps because there is no better uh, form of counseling than one alcoholic or addict talking to another alcoholic or addict. Yeah, and and, and it's free. It's free, and we've, yeah. we've been there. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. we've, we've all been there together, and we know what you're going through. They knew what I was going through, Yeah, and they honestly wanted to help me. You know, and I think that's why, I think that's why they say um, get a sponsor and and really just you know for me it felt to me like i was asking another guy to be my valentine you know <laughs> um but i get over that real quick when 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 my ghost was calling i knew i had to ask somebody well it it's amazing how you have to humble yourself 
when it tells you that you have to admit these things to yourself, to God, and to another human being. Mm-hmm. Uh, that for you know men like us, uh, women, anyone. Yeah, I mean, but, anyone, you know, I look anyone, back at really. myself, be, you know, being a yeah. proud marine, mm-hmm. and you know, Oorah. how am I gonna? How am I gonna <clears throat> tell another guy how the amount of stupid things that I did, embarrassing yeah. things, shameful things, in order to feed my addiction, my alcoholism. <sighs> But, you know, the funny thing is, is like you said, that the stupid things that I did, the shameful things that I did, the embarrassing things that I did, all I have to do is go back to my enlisted days. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and that was stupid, shameful, and embarrassing in itself. And we all woke up the next morning and laughed about it. Yeah, absolutely. Because there was a hundred of us doing the same yeah. stupid stuff. When you're at your... When I was at my worst and I was internalizing everything and it was everybody else's fault but mine, that was when I was the most vulnerable. And, you know, um, the greatest, well, outside of the greatest gift of one day clean, um, the second greatest gift I gave to myself was opening myself enough up to allow one individual in. For the because the longest time I was so closed off that I didn't even know who I was, so I had to find somebody to find me, you know, and 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 that was kind of like a like a like a strange journey, and just to just to share with you, I I um I asked a a friend of mine who I thought had either passed away or moved. Um, when I went into my meeting, I saw him sitting there and I was like, hey, I thought you were dead. And he goes, no, I'm living. You know, I'm living. Not alive. He's living. Come on in here and sit down next to me. I'm living. And I'm like, living? What's going on in this place? So I sat and um, I heard, do you want what I have? Well, he had a wife, three kids, and like seven grandkids. Yeah, I don't know if I want what you have, right? (laughs) But he said, do what I do, right? And I was in a a, uh, six-month halfway house at the time. It was a structured program up in Massachusetts. And we had to take a van to a meeting or somebody had to physically pick us up and bring us to a meeting and bring us back. And... Uh, I remember like the first or second week, they needed a coffee maker. And this gentleman that I asked to be my sponsor, Rick, who is still my sponsor today, um, raised his hand and I went, this guy's a boob. And he goes, Ray will make the coffee. I went, I don't even drink it. You want what I got? The wife and kid stuff? No. <laughs> he goes, no, you know what I'm talking about. You want what I have. You want to stay around here. You want to start yep. growing. Then yep. do what I do. He made sure that I was there every week on time to make the coffee. It took 20 minutes to uh, um, brew and all of that. So it was right on time. We got there. and So I did that for 90 days. And then we had another business meeting, and they needed a greeter. And I'm still out of it. You know, I'm not just going through the motions and glad I have a new pair of sneakers. And 
um, we need to greet it. Up goes Rick's hand, right? And I'm like, what's wrong with this guy? Ray will be the greeter. I don't like people, Rick. I know, he said. I know. You'll be the greeter. So he made sure that I was there to hug every individual that came in the door and tell them welcome. And I didn't get it. I said, what do I need to do that for? What do I need to embrace them and say welcome for? He says, not for them, that's for you. That's right. You know, and, and I still really didn't get it. Three months later or so, um, another position came available. And it was the secretary of the group. Now, the secretary is the one who does what, like you did for the month. They find somebody to share. They set the meeting up. They, you know, get all the readings out. And it's a year commitment. It was a year commitment. So here's me all, like, thinking I know what I'm talking about now. Um, We need a secretary. So Rick raises his hand, right? And before he could say anything, I went, I'll do it. <laughs> and he went, welcome. There you go. You got it. And, and at that, right at that moment, I realized that he knew me better than I knew myself. He walked me through all the things that I didn't want to do and ultimately made me say, I'll do it. Just by him raising his hand. So, so what does that tell you? That, that, well, that tells me that that individual helped me through some of the toughest time that I didn't even know who I was. Didn't, I didn't want to make coffee because I don't drink it. I didn't want to embrace people because I don't like people. How am I going to stay around if I don't like people? How am I going to stay around if I don't do what is necessarily laid out for me to do? Now, it ultimately grew so that, you know, I was a secretary quite a few times, and I had a, uh, an H&I commitment for 20 of the 27 years that I lived up in, in uh, well, not 27, but, you know, like 18 of the 20 years that I lived up in uh, Massachusetts, and I had one for like seven years down here as well. There you go. And it's about giving back. It's 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 about it's the unselfishness of what it is that was given to me in that short ninety day, sixty, uh, hundred and twenty day period of time. Well, you know what I learned um, about that. It, it's something I learned internally about myself. One of the first things I lost when I was in the throes of my alcoholism and my addiction was a sense of responsibility. Um, I wasn't responsible to myself anymore. I got up, I went to work, I did the bare minimum, you know, it, 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 you know, I'd get there right on time. And once these things were being asked of me to make the coffee or to chair a meeting or to make my bed every day, this is what I want mm-hmm. you to do, Steve. From now on, I want you to make sure that, the, that no matter what, you make your bed before you leave your house. Why do I got to make my bed? Nobody's coming over. Mm-hmm. Why do I have to have my bed made? Because when I get home at the end of the day and I get ready to go to bed at night, hey, I made my bed this morning. I was right. responsible enough to make my bed. Mm-hmm. I was learning slowly that person, that Rick, was slowly giving you back yeah, right. a sense yep. of responsibility, mm-hmm. something to be accountable for to yourself, not just to others, but to yourself. True. You knew how important it was to those other people 
that you got there and you made that coffee. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't have done that for yourself, even if you did drink coffee. No. You just said to heck with it. I'll yeah. just I'll go without. Heck with it. I'll I'll go without, yeah. or yeah. I'll stop and get myself a cup. I don't feel like making it. Right. You know, we don't feel like doing anything when we're in the throes of, mm -hmm. of addiction. We don't feel like doing anything. And like you said, if the only thing you do today is make your bed, you've done something. You've done something. And and I think I saw that. Like there was an admiral talking to. Is that where you kind of got that it's from? It's a saying that I, yeah. I, I have a buddy that was a SEAL, and uh, yeah. that's what they, he told me he that was that's what they do in bunch training. Yeah. The yeah. first thing they had uh -huh. to do in the morning was get up and make their bunk. Uh, because if you didn't do anything, to, if you didn't accomplish anything today, the one thing you did accomplish was you successfully made your bed yeah. this morning. Uh -huh. you know? And as simple as that sounds, that can be a heavy task. It can. It, you it know? can. But it, then the appreciation factor goes along with it. You begin to gain a sense of self-positivity right. again. Uh -huh. You begin to feel self-worth. You you can come home. When you come home, yeah, okay, all day went by. I forgot I made that bed. Yeah. You know, it, it took 45 seconds for me to make that bed. In the past, that was a big job. No, mm. oh, I don't have time to make that bed right now. Or I don't have time to make the coffee so my wife has, doesn't have yeah. to do it tonight. Yeah. Those little things give you such a sense of accomplishment. When you see that you have done them, it's amazing. And, other, and others around you see that. My wife, the, those two little examples that I just put out there, the making the bed in the morning and making the coffee before I leave the house so she doesn't have to make it the night before. She came to me a couple of weeks ago and she said, you know, I've never told you uh, that how much I thank you for doing that. That means a lot to me that you had done it. And I don't, I wasn't ready to hear that. Mm. You know, I didn't know it meant that much to her. Right. Until she told me it meant that much to her. I'm looking at this thing that I, that I, uh, I took off of uh, Facebook or some social media, Facebook, Instagram, or whatever. It's Snoopy and Woodstock sitting by a fire cooking marshmallows. And they both have smiles on their face. And it says, enjoy the little things in life because one day you'll look back and realize they were the big things. Amen. You know, and that is so true. Like I just said about, you know, as monumental of a task of making a bed, we can simplify it to like, well, why do I need to do that? I don't feel like doing that. No. And it, it does start you off on a positive note. If you don't get down on your knee and pray, at least make your bed. Right. Because your first action outside of laying down and standing up is dressing your bed. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's the first it, productive it, right. thing that you do before anything. Right. And we all know as addicts or alcoholics how unproductive we can be. And it's, it's amazing how we allow ourselves to get into a position like that without without realizing it and, and trying to put a stop to it sooner. Right. It, it, and, and how quickly it progresses and gets worse and worse and worse until, like you said just a couple minutes ago, you, you hit your bottom. Mm -hmm. um, when I realized that there was no way that I was going to be able to get out of that chair and go into work because I was not capable of doing so, that was my bottom. Right. I thought that was my bottom. I realized when I had to make that call for me to put myself into treatment, that was actually the bottom. 
But the cunning thing about about your disease is that it'll lie to you today and tell you, ah, it really wasn't that bad because I have another one for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, have another, I have another one. <laughs> That's a fact. Me. I got another one for you. Cunning, baffling, and powerful. Yeah. You know, it- <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the it's sad, but um, and you just got to know if if you're out there and and you feel this way about yourself, it's not too late. It's never too late, man. No, all you got to do is ask. Look in the mirror. It says right here the intro I read. It, it it starts by looking in the mirror. Look at yourself. If you don't like what you see, mm-hmm. don't bury it more. No, right, exactly. Climb you can cha- you can change what you see. You know, there was a um, I do uh, toys for tots, right? And I, I what like, a great right, job you do at right, it too, right? Thank you. But right about now, I'm about I'm about burnt out. My 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 <laughs> sister just said you sound tired. You must be exhausted. I'm absolutely exhausted. Um, but today, I got I was uh, doing something, and I got an email from. This young mother who's in a shelter um, inquiring about toys for her children. Now, I very well could have said, time's up. Yeah. You know, time's up. Toys are away, time's up. I called her back and I said, uh, you know, I said, hi, how you doing? I'm Ray. I'm the coordinator for Toys for Charts for the county. How can I help you? And um, she told me that she was in a battered woman's shelter. And I said, I will do what I can. If I have to go buy them, Absolutely. I'm going to make sure that her kids right. get a Christmas. So I ran over to the pod and I filled a huge bag of toys. And um, because it's a because it was a uh, um, an abusive uh, situation, sure. they didn't want me to deliver them to the facility, which I get. I right. I totally right. get. So I said, okay, I'll meet me in this, you know, open parking lot here, there. And I handed her the toys and she like melted. And it wasn't about me at the, at the moment. You know, it was about making sure that this woman had Christmas for her children. You know, because of course our, our motto was every child deserves a little Christmas. But after I drove away, um... I, I realized that the the reason why I do that is just for that specific reason. Right, right. You know, and and it kind of I kind of got chills, and I said, you know, I'm glad it's over, but I wish there was someone else that I could help. Right. That's not me. My disease wanted me dead. Right. My disease didn't want me helping anyone, and here I am bucking. That bottom saying, how can I help? Right. You know? And you're not doing it to make yourself feel good. No. You're doing it to make someone else feel good. And and seeing them feel good feels good. It, well, yeah. yeah. If yeah. you want to look at it, if you want to be oversensitive and greedy, yeah. Yeah, you can look at it that way. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, like I remember jokingly, about. I remember jokingly going into um, FCR, the commitment that you go. Sure. I, I I went and I did a a different fellowship commitment there, and jokingly I would I would bring people with me who were new that never went, and after it was over, they put the chairs up and everything, and every they thanked us, and and we were walking to the car, and I would jokingly say to the new individual, how many th- how many do you think we saved, right, and they would they would be like. 
Well, what do you mean? Yeah, it never even crossed <laughs> yeah, their mind. Yeah, <laughs> right. They'd be like, well, what do you mean? So we saved ourselves. We'll be back in a moment. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you tired of the healthcare system only treating your symptoms and never addressing the root cause? Discover how integrative medicine can resolve health issues through dietary and lifestyle changes and the use of natural supplements. Increase your energy, memory, mood, immune system, sexuality, and more. Join Dr. Sunil Pai and Maureen Sutton to help you take back your health with natural, evidence-based solutions. Tune in every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness Channel. Have you figured out what to attract in your life in order to make it successful? There are those who can and those who can learn. Your intensified energy gives you willpower to move the bar forward and be happy. Happy people spread their energy throughout their lives, and once they figure it out, go on to be successful at nearly everything they set their mind to. Join host Ellen Morano and her panel of guest experts and co-hosts on Generate Massive Energy for a Fulfilling Life, Thursdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Health and Wellness. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson and Sharon Hennepin, breast cancer survivors and advocates. They help by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel and Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We got the power to change the world. Is your health where you think it should be? If you're like most people, the answer is probably not. Where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track? The answers start on Occupy Health. Each week, host Dr. Susan Downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider. You'll want to plan for your optimal health with Occupy Health. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. Listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. You know, it's funny when like minded people uh, get together, it's, it's not even like we are. Uh, doing a radio show we're just having a conversation like we know even when i said we'll be back in a moment and we flipped off the air for the commercials we didn't stop our conversation <laughs> you know and i'm saying to myself i find myself sitting in the studio saying we're wasting good content but we're not no because the conversation that we have is 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 constant anyway and you know one of the one of the another one of the greatest gifts that were given to me was the ability to be able to 
um, allow somebody to be who they are in the space that I am dwelling in and um, accept them for what they are. And I never could do that. You know, like you were saying, you know, like like last year. I mean, share what you were sharing about being home alone and all of that. You know, as I said earlier, I've been, uh, ever since I left uh, my friends today, the function we were at, a little fundraiser for our charity, um, I've been thinking about how many gifts I've been given this year. And, and it just hit me as Ray and I were talking um, over the break. Last year at this time, Christmas Eve, I was probably sitting on the lanai with a cocktail. My wife was probably in bed, if not ready to go to bed. We had no friends over that day. There was no family over. There were no presents under the tree. And this year, I spent an entire day with some really great people who care about children and have asked me to be a part of their organization because they know how much I care about children. And now I'm home. My wife got my present. It was at the door. Uh And she's going to wrap it for me while I'm over here with you tonight. I have a friend that I can go over to his house on Christmas Eve because he invited me over Mm -hmm. to be in his studio to talk to other alcoholics and addicts who may need a friend tonight. Mm. It's, it, it, it's just amazing what can happen in your life when you decide to turn yourself over and and get into the whole 12 steps and the recovery program. And say help. And, and say, yes, yeah, just and say simply help. say yeah. help. Yep. Say, hey, say help. That was one of the things that we talked about in the meeting after I was saying be of service and everything like that. There were some other people in the room, and I want to say one of them was saying that it was so hard to say help. It was so hard to reach out, and it was so hard to accept somebody's loving gesture. And I remember that. Like, I remember saying, like, what do these people want? I don't need your help. I don't need your help. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm here, aren't I? I'm hey, here. Hey, knucklehead. <laughs> it's it's knee deep snow and you're sleeping on a park bench in Hazelwood Park. Yeah, you need my help. Yeah, you're gonna let me <laughs> help you now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you need my help. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. You know, you 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 go to work and you realize that you simple thing, you didn't zip your zipper, you missed a belt loop in the back. Right. When you looked in the mirror and I you know, I looked in the mirror and I said, All right, you're ready to go. Hey, you know, somebody help me. You know, it's funny. You were saying say about missing a bell loop in the back. I did. A, we did a. Um, I had to go in uniform to one of the car dealerships. They have a big, huge dinner, appreciation dinner, Christmas dinner, and um, all the all the uh, car lots bring in the toys that they collect in the boxes and everything like that. And one of the gentlemen got an award for like suggestion of the year. So he walked up, and I noticed there was a bell loop. <laughs> right? So. So I said to him, I said, I said to him after, I said, hey, you know, you missed a loop. And he was so happy that just <laughs> that simple redress, yep. you Why know. Why you tell me before I walked up there? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I could have grabbed you. I could have grabbed you by it. But, well, but then that would have been the real Marine, yeah, right? Well, that's amazing that yeah. the people, you know, I tell people that, well, why didn't you tell me that? Three years ago, yeah, when right. you saw it, and they said, I tried. Yeah, 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 yeah. I tried. Right. We you did. Know. You didn't listen. That's right. You yeah. did. You, yeah. you did. You Ray was one of the people. Yep. You, you listeners may not know that, but I've known Ray for three years now. And um, Ray knew back then 
that I had a problem. And so did some of the other friends that we right. have mm-hmm. uh, together, mutual friends. And, you know, I looked them right in the eye and said, I don't have a problem. I, I appreciate your concern for mm-hmm. me, but, you know, I don't need your help. Well, look at where, look look where he's at now. now. Look at yeah, me now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the way it works. You know what I mean? And, and some people get it just through osmosis, you know, like a, like you say, I don't need your help. I don't need your help. I said that for so long that ultimately they tricked me into saying help, you know, and it worked. Yeah, it worked. I got, yeah. I hit my saturation point and I said, there is someone that I have to turn to. And I turned around and there were countless people right. just with their hand out, right. just waiting and I was like, well, where were you this whole time See, we, right we, behind we, you? We are so sure. When we're in the throes of recovery, we do not love ourselves. Right. So that makes it impossible to realize that there are others out there mm-hmm. that still love us. Yeah. Even though we don't love ourselves. We can't admit that to ourselves. Nobody cares about me. I'm worthless. Yeah. You know, just look at myself in the mirror. Who can love me? Yeah. You know, we talk ourselves into that. And as soon as we make the decision to give ourselves over, mm-hmm. we realize how wrong we were. Right. How that big there of a are lie people, that is. There are yeah. people that do love us and care about us. Yeah. And, and it's a, it's an amazing feeling. And they never went anywhere. And, and, no, they never yeah. went anywhere. We left. left. Yeah. We, we left. left. Yeah. You know, they never left yep. us. We left mm-hmm. them. Yeah. And, and, you know, so... If you're out there and you think people have abandoned you and you're out, you know, sitting on a park bench somewhere and it's cold and lonely and just say help. If you're sitting in Miami Beach on the beach and it's balmy. 70 yeah. degrees, and you're by yourself. You can be just tonight. alone as alone there. Yeah. You can be just as yeah. alone. Uh-huh. Call us. We're yeah. here. Yep. Give us or, 866-472-5792. Give us a call. And if we are not on the air, dial 855-STOP-USING. That's 855-STOP-USING. That goes right to my cell phone. Um, that's, the, that's the company line, 855-STOP-USING. Now, any time of the day, we'll be able to direct you to where there is somebody with a helping hand. Now, I know that around the, at least around the nation, during the holidays, they have 24-hour schedules of meetings. Oh, absolutely. Once one stops, yep. a half hour later, another one starts, or, yeah, or a, how, whatever a, they... A narcathon or yeah, an alcathon or However they yeah. build it up, however they set it up. So there is going to be someone there raising, you know, reaching out and being a greeter and welcoming you. Like like I had to until I wanted to, you know? And for the longest time, I, I that, that was a struggle for me because I still had that standoffish, you know, um, this is my problem and nobody else's. When in reality, I didn't know that there were a thousand people that I was affecting, you know, and were, and were waiting for me to get out of my own way enough to say enough is enough. We have no idea how many people care for us when when we're in the throes of addiction and alcoholism like that. We, we just, we refuse to allow ourselves 
to believe that there are people out there who care about us. Yes, the and lie. If you're listening, yeah. you're out there listening to us. Believe it when I tell you we do care about you. Mm-hmm. We know exactly where you are. We know exactly what you've done. Not because we are some divine being and know all and see all, but because we've been there ourselves. We've done it. We've done it. Yeah. We've done it. And and we've gotten through it because we had people like ourselves now mm-hmm. that helped us get through it. You know, how many meetings have you sat in and said something totally silly that you did and ha- <laughs> and half the room giggles like I can't count that. Like high. been there, been there, done yeah, that. Been there. You know, so as as alone as we think we are, we are as similar, yep. just not part of. Or when you hear someone say something that they have done that you have done also, but said to yourself, I will never, yeah. ever tell anybody yeah. that. Yeah. Well, they had the strength to tell because yeah. they knew somebody out there had that same experience and could benefit from hearing that. And, and, and I truly believe that at that point, that's not for them. I mean, granted, them sharing it is for them, but me hearing it is for me. Right. right. For me to say, you know, more will be revealed, Ray. Right. You know? Well, that's and, why we have these fellowships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the reason that they, that they have gone on for so long. Exactly. I mean, one of them, 83 years old. The other one started back in the 70s. Mm-hmm. How old is that? Yeah. You know, it, it's, it, they knew what we were going through way back then. And they've helped millions and millions of people, just like Ray and I. Yeah. And it can help you, too. If you're out there listening, it can help you, too. Exactly. So we only have, like, about a minute left. So is there anybody uh, that you want to um, say thank you to? See, and this is the last show of the year. Oh, no, it isn't. I don't know if we're live next week. not quite the last show of the year. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we're live next week. Yeah, since you asked me, there is. Um, there's one very, very special person, and I hope I can get through it, that has stood by me for 27 years um, through the throes of addiction and alcoholism, through the good and the bad, and she's still married to me today, and she'll be waiting for me when I get off the air and get home tonight with a Christmas present, Um, and I just want to tell you, sweets, I love you. That's awesome. See, and and that's and that's the reality of of what it is that we do, you know. Because, like he said, last year, he t- he took full advantage of that, you know. And this year, in you know, in his humility and 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 uh, humbleness, he's he's praising his wife for standing up and um, standing by his side through all the madness. So with that, I just want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. God bless you, and may you all have peace. Stay blessed. We'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us this week for Miracles in Recovery. Be sure to listen again for another edition with your host, Ray Lynch, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Have a great week. Hope is in your corner.